and welcome to the Pole Performance Podcast, where we bridge the gap between pole dancing, exercise and sports science, with a little bit of injury rehab thrown in as well. My name is Dr. Emily Rausch. I'm a certified chiropractic sports physician who specializes in helping pole dancers learn how to not fuck up their bodies pole dancing and unfuck them when they do. Hello, hello, friends, and welcome back to another episode of the Pole Performance Podcast. It is I, Dr. Emily Rausch, your certified chiropractic sports physician who specializes in pole dancing rehab. I like to say I specialize in teaching pole dancers how to not fuck up their bodies and unfuck them when they do. I don't know if that's a good tagline or not. Let me know. If you listening, if you are listening to this and you like that tagline, send me a message on Instagram, or if you have a better one, let me know too. I'm open to suggestions. I am here with my supervisor, my darling dog, Samson. He is, it looks like he's asleep right now, but if you hear random noises in the background, it is him. He's super cute and has to be right by me at all times. Before we get into today's topic, which is going to be around comparing your progress to your pole friends or other people's in the the studio or even online, I do first want to point out two things. One, I have space for one-on-one rehab clients currently. So if you are struggling with an injury that is affecting your ability to pole dance and you want to work with me one-on-one, I do everything virtually so you can live anywhere in the world. Be sure to apply via the link in the show notes. And then secondly, I want to just highlight that one of my friends, Natalia Nightshade, is dealing with some bullshit that she needs some support with. And by bullshit, I mean she's been she's been getting stalked by a fellow pole dancer, which is wild to me, for the past like six or seven months. It has escalated to the point where Natalia has canceled her last like big pole show that really truly was designed to highlight the diversity in pole dancing. It's heartbreaking. I have multiple friends that were going to go perform in this um, like competition performance piece. Nocturel, I think it was the name of it. It was supposed to be tomorrow. It got canceled because Natalia's worried about the performer safety, the um, viewer safety, her safety. And I'm enraged. I'm trying to like not scream into this microphone, but I'm disheartened. I'm sad. I'm angry and would love for everyone that could help to help Natalia. I will leave her GoFundMe link for her legal costs in the show notes as well. Um, I've already donated. You don't have to donate a lot if it's not something that you have the capacity to do right now, but really any small amount would be beneficial to her. And then also, if you know of people being shitty in the poll community, um, say something kick them out of your studio. Don't let them have access to other people because it it really truly only damages the community by letting shitty people remain in it, you know? Um, anyways, on to the topic. Okay, so this topic has come up quite a bit recently, which is usually my sign to like make some stories about it or to record a podcast episode about it because if one or two, I think I'm up to three people in the past week alone that have asked me my advice on not comparing your progress to someone else's progress. Um, That's a sign to me that I'm like, okay, likely way more people are struggling with this than just the, the three people that have taken the time and energy to reach out to me about it. 
Okay, so here are my thoughts on it and where my thoughts are coming from, maybe a little bit of background. I have shared a few times that I grew up playing traditional sports and I don't have a dance background. And I feel like the the same thing would exist even in like dance or more artistic sports. So like if I would have done ballet or I would have done like gymnastics instead of, you know, playing soccer and shooting shotguns competitively as a as a youth, this the same like principle would have existed in that there are going to be people that are that are better than you regardless of what movement form you do naturally there are people that are just going to be better than you and these people may or may not work as hard as you work and they can still be better than you and yes that is fucking frustrating and so enraging I, I first like want to say that like it's so frustrating to know that you are working like 10 times as hard as someone and they can just show up and just fucking do something that you have been spending like years of your life trying to be able to do feel your feelings how you're feeling about the situation is valid and also you can't change it really you cannot make that person be a worse whatever so that you can be better than them right like that's silly and would you actually want to do that like would you want to take away like their natural skill and talent so that you could feel better about yourself hopefully not and maybe if you say said yes to that like maybe that may be something to like unpack with like yourself or maybe maybe your therapist like just saying most people i would hope like would not want to have someone like decrease their talent so that they could be seen seen as being better right like that's an our ego talking that's our inner something wanting to be better than somebody else wanting to have things that other people have and that's not like a healthy mindset to approach life let's be honest let alone something that for the majority of us is a hobby so pause when you're having those feelings once again, how you're feeling is valid. Being frustrated is valid. Being envious is valid. Jealous, um, whatever whatever words you're feeling, and then realize that this is something that it like is a you problem. It's not a them problem. It is a a you problem to work through. And just for like full transparency, it's something that I have to work on like on a regular basis with my my own self. Um, one of my pole besties actually just one of my best friends is a lot better pole dancer than I am like I will fully just say that and she has been dancing for I think about half the amount of time that I have granted she hasn't had her shoulder like dislocate multiple times in her her pole journey she's been relatively injury free during her her time doing this so that's going to make a huge difference right but if I look at okay I've been pole dancing for almost seven years and she's I think somewhere in between like three to four years she's somewhere in that range and I look at the videos that she posts on Instagram and the videos that I post on Instagram and we used to train together when we lived in the same city she is hands down a better pole dancer than me I can acknowledge that and I can be like, "Mm," like, I'm jealous that like, this is where you are, you know, three years in, four years in, like, I cannot imagine how talented she's going to be with another like three to four years in 
to like under her belt right of like if she's able to stay relatively injury free and stay consistent with her training like she's going to be like absolutely fucking amazing in another like three to four years um so yeah I can be happy for her I can like hold space for like the joy that I have for her and then also be like okay why am I feeling this way and what do I need to work on within myself like my mindset my outlook on things so that I'm not being like a bitch to her because she's she's better than me like she really truly is so what I what I have found to be the most beneficial when I'm feeling these these feelings is to really turn into like myself so really I'm like what wound is this hitting on it's like a little bit of therapy talk like am I feeling inadequate am I feeling like if I'm not as good as somebody else that I'm not going to be like perceived as um, as something right like there's usually some sort of like underlying message that is a tie that is tied to our ability to produce something or perform a certain way and if we're not able to reach that it means something about ourselves and that's not always rooted in like reality right like if I can't if I can't invert it means I'm a bad pole dancer and if I'm a bad pole dancer it means I'm failing at something and if I'm failing at something it means whatever right like we tend to go on this like weird shame spiral where really like if you can't invert does that affect who you are as a person probably not right like we might prescribe some weight to our ability to do something but in reality like you are an amazing human and an amazing pole dancer whether or not you can invert or not you just can't do that skill right now which then leads me to the next point that I have with this if I'm experiencing this is first is like okay what stories am I telling myself and are they rooted in reality acknowledging that my ego is probably being damaged because I want to be able to do things that I like physically can't do right now but what I do have control over is how I show up and how I prepare my body to be able to do the things that I want to do. So let's stick with the invert, right? Let's say that inverting is really challenging for you. You're having a really hard time because you want to be able to invert other people that have been pole dancing for less time than you can invert. You don't understand. You're feeling envious. You're feeling jealous. You're feeling like the weakest one in class, which then, you know, we're telling ourselves all of these things. Okay. What can we do? What can we control? We can control how consistently we show up for ourselves to train. Are we going to class? Are we giving um, our like concerted effort mentally and physically every time we go to class? That doesn't mean you're going 100% all the time because we know that we're not going to physically be able to show up 100% all of the time. Um, Like, Sometimes it means like, oh, we're going to have to miss class because we have other things. And then other times not being at 100% means like, oh, I didn't eat enough yesterday or I didn't sleep enough yesterday. So really my 100% is like 40% of my like current capacity. Then we can take another step and be like, okay, what variables can I control so that I can show up to my training sessions as close to 100% of our max capacity consistently. Things like, am I sleeping enough? Am I eating enough? Am I managing my like mental and emotional stress? Am I doing the drills that I know I need to do for my body to get stronger, to be able to do the the invert or whatever skill that we're wanting to to work on? And I'm actually going to share another personal story because I, I will be very honest with you, I despise flexibility training. Um, I know it's 
it's something that like needs to happen and my body feels a lot better when I do it, but I would rather lift heavy weights like every single fucking day than sit and work on my my mobility. So it's something that I tend to make an excuse to not do. And then I go to do a move on the pole that requires more mobility than I have. And then I get frustrated because I don't have the mobility that I could if I like actually just did the like stupid fucking drills that I know I need to do. So me getting upset, me getting frustrated, while you can say like all feelings are valid, that's the feeling that I'm feeling in the moment. I also have to like look myself in the mirror and say, look, bitch, you know that you don't like naturally have this. And so you're going to have to work harder than some other people would to be able to be somewhat comparable. You're not putting that fucking work in and then you're expecting the outcome to just magically show up. Like, "Mm, are you entitled to this? Are you being a little entitled brat right now? Um, Yes, you are. And so some some deep conversations looking myself in the mirror have happened really where it's like, okay, you're not putting in the work to be able to achieve the outcome that you say you want to be able to achieve, yet you are expecting it to just magically happen. That is, to be honest, fucking ridiculous. So either go put in the fucking work, like do do the things that you know you need to do, or just accept that you're not going to be at the level that you want to be at. And whichever decision like you choose to make, which is me, like choosing to not do my mobility work, you get to live with the outcome, like either way, which is actually one of the conversations that I had earlier this week that fueled some of my Instagram stories about this topic um, was I had a very tough love conversation with a person in my life that was very frustrated that they weren't seeing the outcome that they felt like they were entitled to. And they claimed at first that they're like, I'm doing all of the all of the things that I need to do. And I'm just like not seeing the outcome that I have worked really hard for. And I'm frustrated. I want to quit. Like, fuck this. Fuck all of it. Like they were on like a little bit of a spiral. And like this person, I know well enough to be like, "Mm, all right, you're like, you're getting fucking called out. Like gently with love, like with peace and love, I'm going to say you're full of shit because you say that you're doing all of the things that you know you need to do to be able to see the outcome that you're looking for. But two minutes ago in your rampage, you told me that you don't go to bed until one in the morning because you're doom scrolling on like Instagram and TikTok. Okay, so you're not sleeping as well as you know you need to. And you're asking your body to do really hard shit like sleep deprived. Oh, you also told me that you like aren't eating enough, that you feel like super hungry. You're waking up in the middle of the night hungry and that is affecting your sleep. So you're not like taking as good of care diet wise, nutrition wise, as you know you need to for your activity level for the outcome that you're wanting to see. Oh, you know that you need to be doing like X, Y, and Z drills to be able to once again get the outcome that you're looking for and you're not you're not doing those drills. So really when you're saying you're doing everything that you possibly can and you're not seeing the fucking results that you want to see, I'm bullshit. Like I'm calling bullshit. And so really, I guess what what I'm saying in this chunk of the podcast episode is own your shit. Own it. You're go- either you're doing the fucking work that you need to do to see the results that you want or you're not. And if you're not, then you get to own that you are not putting in the work that you know you need to put into to, to see the results that you are. And if you truly are 
doing everything that you know how to do and you are still not seeing the results that you you want to see, then you're probably not doing the right things for your body. Like, or you haven't been doing them long enough, one or one or the other. So if you're, we'll go back to the invert. If you're like, I've been doing invert drills, I've been doing the pole conditioning, I've been doing X, Y, and Z, and I am like not getting any better. And also my lifestyle things are as like nailed down as consistent as I possibly can have them be. I'm not seeing the outcome. I am going to then question, um, one, have you been doing this long enough? Because that's also another thing that a lot of people struggle with is we live in a world of like instant gratification. And if you're like, oh, I've been doing it for three weeks and I still can't invert. No, you may need to do this for six months. You may need to do it for a year. Like there's a lot of variables that go into your body responding to the training program that you are you are under. And or you may not be doing the right things that your body needs. Um, that is kind of the blessing and the curse of just like pre-made programs. And I like fully will recognize that like I just put out a pre-made cross training program. It's like generic. I have no idea if the exercises that I picked are going to be what you need to be able to see the results that you're hoping for. If you want to be able to do very specific things with your body, you have to expose it to very specific things. Generic things will be better than doing nothing, but if you have a specific goal, you have to have specific training. And I feel like I've talked about this in previous podcast episodes, but I'm going to continue to reiterate it because it's a, um, a missing link, I think, in a lot of pole dancers, especially outlook on training. There is a exercise and sports science principle that's called the SAID principle, and it's like S-A-I-D, like you said something, but it stands for Specific Adaptation to Imposed Demands, and it is how you get the output from your body is by asking it to um, adapt to specific things that you impose upon it. That's kind of a wordy way of saying like, if you want to be able to sprint, for an example, you need to do sprint training. If you want to be able to run a long distance race, you need to be able, you need to train like long distance running, right? If you want to be able to invert, you need to um, have your body be exposed to the demands of inverting and have it adapt to the demands of inverting. And what my body would need to be able to do an invert and what your body would need to be able to do an invert may be different. Yes, the movement is going to be the same, but if I have, um, let's say I have incredible like pelvic and rib control, but I am lacking in my ability to maintain my scapular position. So I go to invert and my like, torso, my trunk is just fucking solid. There's no wibbly wobbly. My ass isn't, you know, drooping. My ribs aren't flaring, but I do not have the ability to control what happens with my upper body. So my shoulder blades are just rounding incredibly far forward. Like I don't have the the strength to like keep my chest like nice and broad or like rip the pole apart um, in that movement. That is where like I'm personally lacking in the ability to invert and you let's say you have the opposite right like your scapular control is just chef's kiss like fucking beautiful but you are having like wobbly ass fucking pelvis and rib cage we're doing the same generic program and let's say that it it really focuses on 
the like core control, the stability in your trunk, which I already have a lot of, and I'm doing it, I'm doing it, and I'm not seeing any results because it's not targeting what my body needs to be able to invert. Um, that's going to be like really, really challenging for me to see any sort of progress, any sort of results, right? But you do the same generic program and it's targeting what your body needs just fucking randomly, right? Because we both just picked a generic program from the internet. It's not targeting what my body needs. It's targeting what your body needs. And oh my God, you're seeing amazing progress and I'm seeing none. That doesn't mean that I'm not working hard or I'm not doing the things. I'm just not doing the right things for my body. And that is a problem because I'm not I'm not going to see any progress, right? And I could get upset. I could get frustrated. I could have all, all of these things when in reality, I do have stuff I need to work on. I'm just not working on the right things with the program that I picked for myself. So to summarize where we are in this podcast episode so far is one, that there's going to be people that are better than you. Just accept it. Like it sucks, but just accept that there are people that are better than you at the things that you like to do. There are people that are smarter than you that exist in the world and you may run into them in your poll class. However you feel about the situation is valid. Feel your feelings. I'm not saying that you need to like suck it up buttercup or, you know, like not be upset when somebody comes in and is better, better than you. Feel your feelings and then also turn in do some reflecting on why does someone being better than you impact your outlook on yourself, your self-worth. I'm not trying to project that onto anyone, but like whatever feelings are coming up, whatever messages you're telling yourself, do some reflecting on that because like, let's be honest, somebody being smarter than you, someone being better than you, like should not have that much of an impact on how you view yourself and your ability to show up for your hobby. At least I hope it doesn't. I would hope that it wouldn't, right? Because we're doing this for fun. We're enjoying ourselves. And yes, part of being a human is comparing ourselves to other people. But your value as like a person and as a pole dancer is not diminished in any way, shape or form because somebody else can do something better than you. I will say that time and time again. Your value as a person and as a pole dancer does not does not diminish because somebody else is better than you. You are just fine just the way you are. And then lastly, if you are wanting to be able to do a specific something with the meat suit that you exist in, you have to own whether or not you are putting in the work to be able to do what you want to do. You own the the output. If you're doing the work, if you're not doing the work, radical responsibility for the shit that you are choosing to do and the shit that you are choosing not to do. If you are doing the stuff, doing the work, doing the things, and you're still not seeing the results, then I want you to question whether or not you are doing the right things for your body. And if you don't know if you are doing the right things for your body, for the goal that you have, that is why movement professionals exist. I tend to work with people that are struggling with injuries that are affecting their ability to pole dance. Um, I do have a handful of clients that are not injured, that we're working on very specific pole goals. So if you want to work with me, I'm an option. Um, And if you're like, "Mm, I'd rather work with um, someone that isn't like a provider, isn't a doctor, hit me up. I have other like multiple other friends that are more like skill acquisition coaches than like injury recovery 
coaches. So I got people in my network that can help you if you don't feel like I'm the right person for um, you to work with for whatever reason. No stress either way. Um, just, yeah, let me know and I will connect you with, I'll connect you with my coaches that are fucking bomb diggity. And then lastly, kind of flowing into that, if you are injured and it's affecting your ability to pull, would love, love, love to help you get back to pain-free pole dancing and then donate to Natalia Nightshade's legal fund if that is something that you have the ability to do. Do not let stalkers continue to access your pole studios if you are made aware of some shitty behavior. That is grounds enough to remove them from your your facility with peace and love and a little bit of war and hate on that last note. Um, Anyways, okay, I'll catch you in the next one. Hope this was helpful. Uh, Bye.